1: Welcome into NASCAR America Motor Miles. Guys, I won't lie. It's been so long. I had to make sure I had the name right. Steve Latar here, <laughs> Jeff Burton, Kyle Petty. We've been down for a few weeks because of the Olympics, uh, but back from Indianapolis. There's so much to unpack. First of all, we want you, the fans, to call in. 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. Call in. Let us know what you thought about it. Jeff, okay, let's. before
2: we get into <laughs> dinger, briscoe, oh.
1: curbing, everything, let's start with a weekend that I didn't think I would ever see in my lifetime, and that is NASCAR and IndyCar. Yeah. Yeah. Happy to be at the same track together on yeah. the same weekend. I was bravo for the race fans, bravo for the weekend. I thought it was a great step for motorsports in the U.S. It was a fun weekend. The, yeah. the, yes, the energy
3: in the, in the infield was big. It was real. Fans liked being there. Uh, that infield energy reminded me of a little bit of what we used to see there. We yep. didn't see, you know, obviously full of stands, but that energy in the infield was real. It was fun. It was yeah. fun. We saw you know uh, IndyCar drivers talking to NASCAR drivers and vice versa. It was, it was just a fun weekend all the way around. I know we had some issues, but but that will that
2: weekend will have to be done again. Yeah, yeah it, Saturday was interesting because you had fans that had come to see Helio and Dixon and all those guys, and all of a sudden they're watching Harrison and, and these guys right, and, right. The, and they're like, "Man, I like this racing, and then you've got guys that came to watch the Xfinity race, and they're like, never been to an IndyCar race before. What a great day this is. So I I agree with you. The energy level and the excitement of what they were going to see. They weren't sure what they were going to see, but they knew they were going to see something different on that Saturday, kind of like when we first went there with the Brickyard. They didn't know what they were going to see, but they were going to see stuff. And so selfishly? Um, I got to do the Indy 500, but you know, we don't get to go to Indy, yeah. Indy car races. We work,
1: right? NASCAR races every yeah. weekend for the second <laughs> half of the year. So selfishly, I was excited to, to, to attend a race, yeah. and I won't lie, my brain cramped a little bit watching <laughs> the XFINITY cars and the Indy cars on the same circuit. Yeah. Like, I just couldn't believe the grip those Indy cars make and how easy they make some yeah. of the switchbacks and transitions look. But look, it was a big weekend for motorsports, but the race itself was smooth for two-thirds of it and had a pretty chaotic... Last five or six laps. Let's go back and relive the final or uh, the final few laps from the NASCAR race.
4: It will be six laps to go when they get the green flag.
3: This has been an intense race. There are going to be some guys trying to race side by side through turns five and
4: six. Green flag back in the air.
1: They're bumping and banging and grinding. Cars around, coming out of turn number six. All of that contact between the two leaders is
3: allowed. Watch it, the 24 is spinning. The 24 is, oh, there's a multiple cars into
1: the wall here. We got more cars coming in.
4: William Byron is reporting that the curb came up. He hit the curb in the 24. Numerous cars are destroyed. Two laps to determine who will be the first ever to win on the road course in Indianapolis.
0: And there's more
1: calamity on the back straightaway. Huge jump right there.
4: Once again, hard on the gas across the yard of bricks.
1: Here's Briscoe to the outside, but he's going to be offline. No, with Oh, Briscoe's in the grass. Briscoe will come back onto the grass, and now he will be side by side with Denny Hamlin. He leads him into seven. Briscoe right on his tail. We'll have to see how NASCAR goes. Stop and go, okay, oh, stop the and go. go for right the 14 right car. He is not racing for the win. Oh, he's got to spin.
3: That puts AJ Allmendinger in the lead because Briscoe will have to serve a penalty.
4: Another chapter written into the Indy history books. AJ Allmendinger will cross the yard of bricks. The winner. let hey, baby. We don't do it the
0: easy way. I and mean, this is unbelievable. I, I, in my wildest dreams, could never imagine the way that just played out. Baby, I love you so much, mom and dad, all my friends and family. Oh my god, we just wanted Indy. <laughs>
1: So pretty calm. Not a lot happened last six laps in Indy. All right, so, so let's, start, let's start at the finish and work backwards. That was only let's,
2: six laps? That was six oh. laps. That was about an hour
1: for six laps. Yeah. Let's start at the finish and work backwards, and let's start with, because I believe through all of the dust and debris, he should be celebrated. Let's talk about our colleague, A.J. Amrdinger. Oh, I'm not going to hide yes. from it. Works with us here on NBC. Yeah. He's won an IndyCar car, NASCAR, sports car, won the Rolex. Now he's won a cup race at Indianapolis, Jeff, your thoughts on the dinger? Well, listen. He, he, we know how good he is, and
3: and I think he's the best he's ever been. Now, yep. I think he's more calm with himself. Uh, you and I, watching him race in Cup many times, said, "Just calm down, yeah. man. Like it's gonna be okay." And he's learned how to do that. I think the, the the Xfinity series fits him well, fits his temperament well. He's a leader of that group, and listen, man, he deserved this win. Yeah. I mean, he 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 put it. He did not have the best car all day, but he put himself in position. He found a way to avoid the chaos. And he put himself in position to win the race. And when it was time to execute, he was right there to get it done. He had a great restart. Yeah. The second to last restart, he picked up a ton of spots yeah, right. on the inside. Right. That put him in position. And that's when you hire A.J. Allmendinger to go drive your car yeah. to Indianapolis on the road course. That that's why you hired him. because yeah. he can make that move and many others can't.
2: He's got a big W beside his name, okay? There's not an asterisk that says, well, all this stuff happened in the last six laps. Uh-huh. It's not. There's a big W beside his name. I That's how simple it. it is. You know what I mean? He won the race. Everybody had an opportunity. They were just in the place to take advantage of the opportunity that was given them. And you've got to give it to him, man. I mean, he was... They were dumbfounded, though. I mean, Dale Jarrett and I were standing in victory lane. And, and I, I, I know he thanked... You know, his mom, his first grade teacher, the first person that ever changed the diaper, all that stuff. But he didn't know what to say. Right. He honestly was speechless. And to have AJ Amendinger speechless, we know that working with him, he's never speechless. He's got an opinion. But he and, and, and those guys were just dumbfounded that they had made a call, had put themselves in a position where, y'all, some you said it, they had great tires at the end of the race, had some of the freshest tires on the racetrack. And was, a, was able to capitalize on it. So, congratulations. Congratulations to a team that's run what? Five or six races, had four top tens, two or three top yep. fives, and now a win and just six or seven cup races. Um, so, it's going to be, that's good for this sport. So that's good for this so sport. So, before we move on, let's talk about the team. Matt Collick
1: buys two charters, going full-time racing next yeah. year. Justin Haley and driver TBD. We know diggers around there. He's going to run some. We're going to learn more yeah. as we go. Um, I can't for all the teams that haven't made it, right? And there's a long list. I couldn't be more excited for Matt Coll. I mean, he has invested a ton of time and money. Yeah. Um, It's been a long time since we've seen a part timer win at the Cup Series. Yeah.
3: And and listen, and he's come in and you know we've seen a lot of owners come in here and just throw money, right? Just throw money. I'm going to fix it with money. That's right. That's not how you fix it. You hire the right people. He's done. Chris Rice has done a great job for Matt Coll. They built the program. They said we're going to build it. But we're not gonna be, you know, we're not gonna try to conquer Rome in a day. They've slowly built their program. They see this new car as an opportunity next year to get into the Cup yeah. series. They they've done it the right way. They haven't yeah. tried to come in and, and just take over. They've worked themselves in. And I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. The patience yeah. that's been required yeah. uh, by Matt Colleague to do that. I have a, I have a great deal of respect for that. and, and we need we need yeah. that energy from new car owners. Yeah. We, you know what I mean? We, we have to have it. Our sport needs it. And he's just done things the right yeah, he's,
2: way. He's a long-term player. Yeah. yeah. Know, he, he's, he's here for the long haul. He didn't come in uh, to do this short term and throw a ton of money. He's here to make something.
1: All right. So as we peel this onion back, I agree with you, <laughs> the W, no asterisks. None. There's no None. pictures in None. the trophy case other than trophies. Dinger won it. He deserved it. That's right. But let's peel on your back a little bit. And I think to do that, we have to talk Briscoe, Danny Hanlon. But to get into that conversation, <laughs> let's relive that final restart with a little bit of audio. Now, we're going to have audio both from NASCAR and the team. Uh, some's easy to make out, some not so much. Take a watch. drivers Right, A.J. elman has the lead, and he goes on to win the race. So I had some questions before I saw this piece. <laughs> First of all, I didn't know how clear and concise NASCAR was. Yes. I felt like I knew there would be a penalty because I got their hand out beforehand, and they gave some instructions on what corners you could and couldn't shortcut. Yeah. They also showed us where Turn 10 was. I had to study where Turn 10 was. Yeah. Didn't know until I went to Indianapolis. I like what I heard from NASCAR. He was barely on the backstretch. He owes a stop and go. He even went so far as to say, driver's left, turn 10. We're even giving you the case in the heat. You didn't have it. Now, I'm also going to defend the team, though, that two spotters, Indianapolis, the Pagoda, crew chief on the front, concrete behind him with the garage areas. You heard the jumbled up. I don't know if two people were on the radio. It's hard to tell. I'm not even sure I know what was channel one and channel two. The simple fact is he didn't do a stop and go. Denny made contact with Denny Hamlin, so there's a ton to unfold. Let's start with simply turn one. That's a Burton. great place to start. Let's start yes. turn one. Yes. Danny Hamlin, Chase Briscoe on the outside. Are we okay with Denny's move, and are we okay with Briscoe's evasive action? Okay. All right.
3: So, so to me, Chase Briscoe did a great job, got a great restart. Well, now he gets down into turn one, and there's nowhere for him to get back on the track. Now. I can't be mad at Denny Hamlin for that. He's three wide. He's he's two wide. If Briscoe tries to come back on the racetrack, they're three wide. What's Hamlin going to do? He's got a guy on the outside of him. All right, so now here's Briscoe through the grass. And those at home are like, he's got to serve a penalty, right? No, know he's got to serve a penalty. But you're in that car, and you're not going to serve a penalty until somebody tells Tells you you to serve a penalty. Like, you're going to drive so that that's car important. around. So like hold
1: on. So that's important, because I'm not a race car driver. Yeah. You've won a ton of races. Yes. In your mind, you're going until yeah. you hear otherwise. 100%. 100. Okay. that's 100%. Important, I, think, to point out. I agree with that 100%. Great.
3: So, so if, if I'm at Talladega, and I'm coming to the white flag or the checkered flag, and I pass somebody below the yellow line, I'm not going to just say, oh, well, I yeah. passed them below the yellow line. Right. I'm going to make them make the call. Okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, and on top of that, and you and I have both been in a situation yeah. back when we were young, here's a kid. A young man that's trying to get his first win in his hometown in Indianapolis, Indiana, at the brickyard. All those emotions are real. And so to to sit at home and say, Well, you knew he had to serve a penalty, like just serve the penalty. Yeah. No, it ain't gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. happen. It's not gonna happen. And and it shouldn't Chase Briscoe, in my opinion, shouldn't have
2: served a penalty until he got told to serve a penalty. That's That's my opinion. That's that's turn one. Yeah, yeah. And listen, I, and I'm not so sure. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there and say, if I'd have been in Chase Briscoe's place and I had heard that audio, I'd have raced them all the way to the checkered flag. Right. I'd, have raced, I'd have run them all the way to the checkered flag and made them do something to me, made them put me somewhere. You know what I mean? Um, well, for the record, I, they did. Yeah, they put him back. I, 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 that's it. But yeah. on the last lap, why am I going to pull over? If yeah. you're going to penalize me or you're going to park me, you're going to put me back there anyhow. You, you know, <clears throat> and we heard this in post-race. This is one of the first things Denny said. You know, right here, and as we watch this video, they go down in there, Denny, had, Denny did everything he could do. He's trying to protect the inside, somebody jumps to the outside, now all of a sudden he's gonna be three wide right here. Denny's gotta stay on the racetrack. He's, he, that's what he's trying to do. But he loses his mind right here because he's lost the lead. Even though, and he said, it, he said it in post-race, he said, how do I go to turn one and I stay on the racetrack and the guy runs through the grass and when I come out, and Here I look is. ahead, I mean, there's a car in front of me leading the race for a moment. So it, it is, I, I don't see where in turn one that anybody did anything other than no. race hard. Then race hard, we had seen it on multiple restarts, and this was the end of the race. This was Indy. This was for the Brickyard. Okay, let's move past the penalty. We put the
1: penalty to bed. Now we have Chase Briscoe. Who flat wrecks the 11? I'm not going to say maliciously. I'm not saying he meant it on purpose. I don't know what he was thinking, but, but he spun the 11 off his front bumper yeah. to the left. And it, it wrecked him. I mean, the rear bumper. Like, yeah. Didn't catch him in the corner yeah. panel, wasn't side by side. I don't believe he drove in there going, I'm going to spit him off in the grass and try to win this race. Yeah. But it doesn't change the fact that Danny Hamlin now is backwards through the grass. Yeah. My opinion is, you know, I am not mad at him. He owned it, but he wrecked him. I don't see any other way
2: around that. Yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, yeah. And, if
3: I, and if I'm Denny Hammond, I'm furious. I got a chance I get a little to win the race. surprised he
2: wasn't. Like, he was mad, but I he was. wasn't furious. I was. Listen, if that had been Tony Stewart, we'd have seen a fist thrown first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of guys. There's a I mean, lot I, of guys. At this race, at this level, with, with what this race meant um, to a lot of people, and you talk about Chase meaning it Chase, yeah, I'd have walked in and... I didn't never say anything. It'll look like Hemrick and those guys and. and You'd have command all of and, Holyfield. Yes, exactly, dude. I had a bit of ear. All right. That's well, what I'm trying so, to tell. Well, you. This I'd is bit what Tony Stewart theory. had to
1: say. He said, "I'm just glad you stood up for yourself. You deserve, you know, that'll go a long way. Proud, you know. I think that that means a lot to Chase because Tony Stewart, he has said, is one of his idols, one of his yeah. mentors. Um, so I guess." Take me into Briscoe and Danny, and let's pass the penalty. Now we're talking about the contact and the spin.
3: Okay, let's let's on Tony Stewart's comment, I'm sure that has a lot to do with Tony Stewart, probably. I haven't talked to Tony Stewart. Yeah. But I would imagine Tony Stewart feels like, number one, Chase ran well all day. Right, right, number, right. Yes. Number two, he drove into turn one in position to take the lead yes. and got run off the racetrack. Yes. So if you're the car owner, you're like, well, what is my driver he's got to, to do? Him. Yeah,
2: he's got a defendant. Right?
3: So... I don't think Tony's defending spinning him out. No, I don't think no, Tony is saying, he's "Hey, the job driver. spinning him out." But, yeah. but, so I think that's what Tony's comments about, right? And but back to back to Hamlin, like if I'm Denny Hamlin, like I didn't do anything wrong. Like I drove into turn one. There's somebody on that inside of me. I got. I, what am I going to do? I can't run him off the track. If I'm Denny Hamlin, you know, I, I'm mad because the race got taken away from me from a guy that's getting penalized. Yeah. I, mean, I don't. Yeah, I think he. I'm surprised he didn't express his anger a little more. Yeah. I think he did later. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think he later he made some comments. So, they, yeah. I yeah agree. So he made yeah, some comments after, after that. That yeah. was all starting to come yeah. out. Yeah. But you know, Denny Hamlin, he they play, They called that race perfectly. They didn't weren't fast enough to win a race, and they called it perfectly to put himself in position to win a race. And he's sitting there, in great opportunity to win the race, did a great job of taking advantage of all that, and he gets wrecked. And, yeah. and there's no. Chase Briscoe wrecked him. I mean, I don't think Chase... We've watched Chase Briscoe yeah. race a lot. I don't think Chase Briscoe did it on purpose. But, you know, again, when you're that young guy and that win is right in front of you, you tend to push a little harder than maybe you yeah. should have. And that's what happened there.
1: So I won't lie. I, 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 um, in my mind, as I heard Denny's interview... I just kept seeing him run into Chase at Martinsville and spinning him out when he yeah. said he's been in the... Like, like my yeah. point is, I don't know if it's a more mature Denny, if it's car owner Denny. It doesn't really no. matter because in the yeah. end, like, he gets to control it and have it whatever comments he wants. Uh, but Denny at the Brickyard, that's three of the last five that he has yeah. been, yeah. I mean, but you know what? on the I, doorstep.
2: I, I think about, and, and as, as we sit as we here, and I'm listening to what you guys are saying too, I, I, think, I think Chase and Denny both, um, and we talk about Denny being a little bit more upset after he had an opportunity to think about it. Um, I'm, I'm betting AJ was more excited after he had a time to think about it. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot. But I think everybody was. I, stunned. Think, I think everybody was just stunned. Yeah. I, I think I think Denny stunned that he was spun from the lead from a guy who was going to be penalized. How do I process this? Right. Briscoe's stunned. You know because. He spun Denny, yeah. and he was going to be penalized. <laughs> <I> he's <laughs> thinking, what have I done? Right. You know I mean? now, a rookie spinning Denny him yeah, yeah. That's right. And then you got A.J. standing in victory lane thinking, how did I end up here? Right. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, I mean, those <laughs> la- those three guys, the three interviews that we went to instantly, they didn't have time to really process it. But you know what? I have to say, I, I, I heard Briscoe's comments yesterday, and I didn't fully agree with what he said because he said, I got into him on the right rear a little bit. He yeah. But when you look at that, he did. He was making a move back across to yeah. get position, yeah. and he's just – It's hard to explain to you. It's hard to explain to these people out here. He understands it. When you're in that position, you grab that wheel a little bit tighter, you lean up into those belts a little bit more, and you force that car up off the corner. You see people drive go-karts, and they're doing this, trying to get it to hop. Man, you're all but hopping in the seat to get that thing to go. And he's there, and you get You get out over your wheels. You get out over those front wheels sometimes. And that's what it looks like. Watching this from there, I have to say, I I, I apologize to Chase. I've not said anything, but in my mind, I apologize to Chase Briscoe because I thought it was a little bit more than that. Well, I will say what he's taught me about
1: issues like this and accidents is the worst thing we ever do is slow them down and watch them three or four times because he reminds me the drivers didn't have it slow, and they didn't have three or four times, right? This was a a moment in time, and they're going to have to live with the consequences. I'm
2: not making excuses, but as
1: an analyst... I struggle to see it six times and keep coming up yeah. in my opinion. But it, as
2: an analyst, I, I will say this. I, I was with Dale Earnhardt Sr. At a, at a cocktail party after a race one night, after an Xfinity race, and I heard him tell the great Chris Konamaki, until you set your butt in there at 140 degrees yeah. and have to make a split-second decision, don't ever guess what's going through my head mm-hmm. because you can't. You can't. It happens. You make a decision. It's instinctual. You you, you just do something, and sometimes it's right, sometimes it's wrong. And,
3: and, and the fact... The fact that drivers will
1: get over their ski tips, that's yeah. why we love watching. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. that's an we don't want to You're sick of hearing a bus. Call in. 1-844-NASCAR on NBC. If you thought that was crazy, let's see a curve <laughs> explode and destroy some race cars. Why not?
4: eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles on a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest
0: field goal ever missed?
1: Well, it was a pretty calm day in Indianapolis until right here. We have no – I'm going to tell you, I have no idea what happened when I saw this live. William Byron, the first to hit it. The curb comes apart and turns six. Joey Logano, so thankful to see Joey Logano jump out. That scared me, that hit. But watch right here, the 24. An explosion tears something off the right front of the car. Here comes Joey Logano. I mean, it tears literally right. the whole nose off that yeah. car. Uh, and straight he goes. The carnage continues. Uh, Listen, we have some calls. I'm going to get right to them. Just real quick, I want to get – I've seen a lot of things. Didn't see this one coming. No. No, I didn't see this one coming. And we
3: were just talking about it. As long as you've been in the sport, you just never know what's going to happen. This is – we can't have this, clearly. No. No. We all agree on that. Yeah, Yeah. clearly that's unacceptable to have the racetrack come up like that. Clearly that's unacceptable, and that's got to be looked at. You know, how does that not happen again? This is not the only racetrack in the world that we go to that has steel curbs. Yeah, right, right. right. You know, so it's not unusual that, to have steel curbs, but clearly it failed, and I know they're working hard to fix it. And, and you know what a shame because we it was a good racing. It was like, yeah, all it was weekend. A, it was a, we had good racing, good and racing now that's turned all. into the story. Well, yeah. the best
1: way to fire KP up? Fan calls. <laughs> Let's go to the hotline. NASCAR. Oh my gosh, NASCAR. 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 Right, NASCAR, right NASCAR, on NASCAR on, motor on, bounce is back, buddy. What you got? Hey, it's
4: good to hear it. See y'all, talk to y'all. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. Um, Does NASCAR maybe, I mean, they do everything they can for track, maintenance, what have you, but maybe do they have to, when we go to these road courses, midway through the race, do we have to do, get the drivers out there, get the maintenance crew out there to check these out so... We ain't having these good cars taken out that are vying for playoff spots and fighting for that. And, by the way, before you answer, Mr. Burton, if you thought the infield at Indy, yours truly will be at the infield at MIS this week. So I hope to see you all. KP got something special for you, my friend. All
1: Can't right, wait to see you, man. Can't wait Michigan. to see you. So I'm going to jump in real quick and say, listen, I don't think the process needs to change. The product mm. needs to change. We've had racing and road courses yeah. as long as I've been alive. This is obviously a serious situation that needs to be addressed. But I think it more has to do with we've seen metal curbs in a lot of racetracks that have survived. What is different here? What's different about that curb? That's my thought. Yes, yeah,
2: but, but l- listen, listen l- let's go. We, we can go back over the last 15 or 20 years. Um, and, and we're constantly learning. Constantly trying to improve the the automobiles, the cars, the pit crew procedures, the equipment, the racetracks with safer barriers, whatever. I mean, we saw, we went through a span a number of years ago with with you guys, you at Watkins Glen, you guys at Watkins Glen, and and somebody, you just see people wreck in places you've never seen something happen before. They've run 6,000 races at a place, and all of a sudden you think, nobody's ever hit there. We've got to make it better. This, they run all these laps over this thing all weekend long all weekend long okay and it decides to come apart early in this race don't get me wrong but then late in the race it just catastrophic failure catastrophic failure so I don't think you need to I think NASCAR has a program where they go in two or three weeks ahead of time they evaluate the race track they see what it is they understand it obviously they felt it was okay Doug bulls and the guys at Indy they felt it was okay yeah um and, and it was okay for a while. When it broke the first time, in hindsight, when we had the first failure with the, with the underpan that went under it, that's when it needed to be looked at and needed to be reevaluated. But I don't think changing their procedures on, in a lot of ways is, needs to be done, though. No. So let's split it forward. The, it fails, they remove it. Um,
1: would you have been okay if NASCAR and Indy would have said, you know what, that's enough, guys. We don't have a safe way to continue and not restarted the race?
2: When it failed at the very, very end and they right had Right the, there, the, Joe the, Lagano yes. in the fence, the big rack, that. they take the I know the fans away. would not have been. I know, know the but fans. You but, personally but would have been okay I would, with that. Personally, for two reasons, okay? For two yeah. reasons. First, you had a catastrophic failure of a part of the racetrack. Just like if a fence comes down and the fans are exposed. It's, yeah. a, it's yeah. a catastrophic failure to the racetrack, number one. Number two, for the safety of the drivers for the safety of the drivers to say, now we're gonna send them out there and make them run two laps on a racetrack they've never been on before. They've been on it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that, but they've not come through here at speed this way. And and, I mean, there's so many little little things and you could spin it a thousand different ways. The thing is, just end it, let's stop, let's move on to somewhere else. And look, there's one, two, three, we can go on, four, five, six, seven, eight, how many cars that we would have saved, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It would, would have been a, had a different outcome for today, and we wouldn't be talking about this. We'd be talking about the curb. They would be mad people. We would be mad. NASCAR would be mad. Everybody would be mad. But I don't think we would have put any drivers in harm's way.
3: Can, can I say, too, that I, whenever these things happen, the immediate emotional response is, well, they just shouldn't be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and so if you're going to do something different, there are going to be some pains in it. Yeah, Totally. And, For sure, and the way to fix things is if, if listen, prior to the curb coming up, and if the race would have been bad, then you know what? Yeah, yeah don't do it again. Yeah. but the race was good. I was entertained. Until then. Right. And so the entire course doesn't need to be changed. That corner doesn't need to be changed. The shape of the track doesn't need to be nope. changed. The curb needs to be fixed. Yeah. Just that's where the focus should go, is fix the curb. And, but but what will happen is you get these emotional responses. Well, they shouldn't be running there anyway. I mean, this was Saturday. I, I thought this was...
1: Well, this was the change that
3: was made. Correct. So they learned from this mistake. That curb should have never been there on Saturday. And we can have a conversation about that. I mean, yeah. the drivers knew it was there. The problem is you can't see it. The cars on the inside of the guys on the outside, they're just using the racetrack. They don't know that they're going to put that yep. guy up in a ramp. but. You shouldn't, the track shouldn't have, the grass is the limiting factor yes. on yeah. that corner. Not something stuck on yeah. the racetrack to destroy yeah. a race car. Yeah. Like, to me, that was a silly decision. They didn't have it last week, last year, yeah. but in their defense, they took it out.
1: Yeah, right. Yep. They, they, they did took it out you, for Sunday. They did. They, they, yep. but,
3: but let's don't, well, they just shouldn't be doing it. Right, like, yes. Don't go there. Like, what has to be fixed is that one curb, that one curb. on Sunday, if that would have been, not
1: come up it would have been a big event been a good event all right back to the calls one or eight four four nascar nbc kyle you're on what's happening bud
4: hey guys so i think everybody's kind of missing a really simple solution to me is nascar just needs to enforce the rules because if you think about like super speedways and the yellow line you cannot go below the yellow line or you'll be black flagged you'll be penalized so why doesn't nascar just say all right guys going forward if you go over these curves, this is what's going to happen and just make them follow the actual track and then we don't have Saturday's orange you know, launch pad and the, all the chaos that happened on Saturday and subsequently on Sunday. If they just make that simple enforcement of the rules and say, you guys got to stay on the track, you can't hit those curves, or it's going to be a black flag. And I bet that would probably change the whole mindset of the drivers.
3: Right, I have an opinion, but I'm not going to go first. <laughs> okay. I agree with Kyle. I know it's hard to police, but that's their damn job. They have a race. Yeah. It's, you know, it's hard to call pass interference in football, but that's their job. And so I don't think a track limiter, a a car destroyer should be the track limiter. If you say you got to have four tires, just like at the Roval, if you got to have four tires, no more, you know, four tires got to be, you know, one of them's got to be touching the curb. That's the rule. Put a guy over there and make the call. F1 does it. I mean, other series do it. You shouldn't You shouldn't have to... Corey LeJoy shouldn't tear his car up because he ran... He should have been penalized, not destroyed. I agree with Kyle 100%. Yeah.
4: So I
1: don't like the destroying curbs as a limiting factor. But I'm going to also say I do not like refereeing and racing. Mm-hmm. I would love to yeah. design a racetrack or conceptually work on a racetrack that that basically drivers can kind of go. Now, it can't be everywhere, and maybe that's the solution here. But I was vocal after the Glen. I don't like all the runoff at the Glen. I don't like left to turn one. I don't like left of the carousel. I don't like right to turn six because that's not because I'm stubborn and that's not the Glen I grew up with. I also don't like gravel, so I don't know if you put strips of gravel. or. But what I don't like is destroying race cars. So I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. But to your point, like, it was always a track limit. I'm not sure why they felt like they had to put the big curve back there as well that LaJoy and a couple well, of them ran over. Yeah, I don't
2: either. But, but but I don't know why they put I don't I don't know why they double curved it. They did like and a curve and then they did like a roller curve. they are better <laughs> off with like a wall. <laughs> so so here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna say. If we go and let, let's use let's use Watkins Glen. Let's mm-hmm. use Watkins Glen as an example. So when when we went to Watkins Glen um and they put the bus stop in after after multiple wrecks at the end of that long back stretch and carrying so much speed off into to that, that corner. Uh, they put the bus stop in. Okay, so the curbs. Yeah, they're okay. like rumble strips. Well, first they, put, first they had some rumble strips. Okay. okay. So that didn't help anything because we'd spin out in the grass. Okay, and, and the thing. They put curbs in going, turning into the, to there that were at about that shape. Oh, okay? that work. You had to run around them. You had to run around It wasn't a curb you could run over. Mm -hmm. It was a, it was, I mean, water would run off of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, it was that. But you couldn't hit it. Because if you did hit it, it absolutely sent you over here somewhere. And and we all know it's tough to go through there. It'd be almost impossible with the way those were. But that's back in the 90s. We go all the way back to there. So the thing is, we have built curbing that the cars can take and that is low enough that's not a detriment to hit. So back to Kyle's point, if we're going to have curbing, let's have real curbing then. You know what I mean, let's have curbing that has some, some, some substance to it. Look at this. This is just a it's just a rough spot in the road when you see it. That's not it is a lot when you have no ground clearance on these cars. Don't get me wrong. That, that's, well, you know I'm what not... that
1: actually did? Uh, if done correctly, that actually jumped you over the real thing you didn't yeah. want to hit. Yeah, exactly. It was like a good ramp. Like, exactly. Because at the start of practice, they were barely hitting it. By about lap 15, they're
2: like, I'll tell you what, if I get a little bit more, I could just but jump I mean, right over that next look, spot. Listen, think about running Martinsville when we had real curb, like yeah. on the city street that was down there on the inside, you know what I mean? And, and if you hit it, it knocked you back out. Then they gradually, right, they, kind of they shaped it. it too. So, so, so
3: to this guy, so they had a rule. And look, turns one, five, yep. six, and seven. If you had all four tires on the wrong side of the curb, it's a penalty.
1: That's, that's, that's correct. Right. So six was on the list. So why do you need a big thing so back that's
2: there? Right. Right. Listen, so why put, that's right. So why
3: have, here's the rule. And by the way, if you break the rule, we're going
1: to destroy your good car. Good call, Kyle. Good call. Uh, good name. Good it, call. Kyle, you're the winner. Yeah, right you're the, the winner of
2: the call. Good call. Good Good call, All right, Kyle. well,
1: we're now going to end the show. we got a whole bunch of callers. Keep calling in. 1-844-NASCAR-NBC. We're going to come back. I have a feeling we're going to still talk some curbing. Yeah, let's That's do a pretty it. big story, apparently. It. It's going
4: to be. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?
4: Historic Indianapolis Motor Speedway. Cindric gets the win. Very impressed.
1: That's what it looked like Saturday, Indianapolis. The man clapping up top. Roger Penske owns the speedway, owns IndyCar. Willpower for Team Penske wins IndyCar race. Big, big. Austin Cindric, they were going for the sweep. Unfortunately, it didn't go their way. Well, listen, it's a call-in show. We got the fans calling in, so let's Do go it. to the hotline. Linda, you're on. Hi, Um, my question was, I don't know if it's a question as much as my thoughts
0: or opinion, um, but prior to the big one, Martin Truex had checked up for what he seemed was debris. If NASCAR
1: would have threw the caution at that point in time for the debris, they would have checked that and seen that the curbing was coming up, maybe that would have prevented the big one all the damage to the cars. I don't understand why they wouldn't have thrown the caution to check that. All right, Linda, I have to be here with you, right? So I didn't see it, you know, I haven't gone back and revisited it other than what we did on TV. But KP, the 19 went through, it checks up, there's some debris. In my mind, that that generates a yellow, and perhaps we don't get the second trip through. Listen,
2: we were talking about this before we came in here. Why didn't they throw a caution when all this stuff was flying through the air right here? You, You see it right there behind him. And, and right, he, got, it, he checked up, yeah, he he saw checked up debris, because he right. saw all that debris. He saw all this stuff flying through the air. He checks up a little bit. Um, Christopher Bale gets in the back of him. I wonder if Truex will take Christopher Bale's call this week. Uh, that's a whole other issue. But um, that, that was a little bit of a smart aleck. I like right that. There. I like okay, that. Just, oh, I didn't throw know. It, throw it okay. So, yeah, I don't know why they didn't throw a caution either. I, I don't know who the um, – I, I would like to know – did they run out and clean the track after everybody went by? Well, but the they couldn't clean the everything. grass. I don't they, know anything. They couldn't have cleaned everything. But that, that, that was outside. what said. we don't know yeah. is where it yeah, all went. Where it,
1: it, all it all went? went. That's where right. it all went. Okay. Good statement, though. Good. I like Thank it. Thank you, all right, Jared. Thank you, Linda. You're on.
2: Hello. Hey, man, get off the curb and call us. <laughs> You're out there, Jared. You're out there, Jared. Talk. I am. Hold on. we We just
0: got put on hold. Sorry about that. Oh, go ahead. Right, Jeremy, go, I dude. Go, you go. go. I apologize. Sorry, I have something in my hand.
3: So my question is, is that how can NASCAR improve on the curb? That way the drivers don't have to worry about, you know, trying
1: to be so much more careful. That way the racing can stay as consistent as it is. Well, I'll go real simple. We run a lot of different racetracks. We on Coda, Sonoma, Watkins Glen. We have a big variety of racetracks. We've been to Road America. I think we have a sample set of successful facilities, right? For sure. So I think NASCAR, in this expansion of the road courses, this is something they're going to have to go, hey, it wasn't on our radar. Apparently, it needs to be on our radar. And I think they have to put some specifics in place on what correct curbing may or may not look like. I hate more you know, specifications for a race, yeah. but just like soft walls. You know, NASCAR yeah. can require those. I think curbing can be on the list as well. Good, Good point. Idea. Good, Good idea. point. Right, and Good we point. have a like like all around the country like where that. we have all kinds. So, thanks, man. Chris, you're on with Burton and KP.
0: Hey, my question is, don't you think that they're pushing
2: this uh, road racing just a touch too far? Yeah, you know, there was two, that was enough. Now they got six, and apparently it's too much because, hey, we're supposed to turn left, not not left and right. Uh, so,
3: I'm a, go ahead. And well, so, so listen, I, every fan can have their own opinion about That's right. that. Totally. Right? I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I, I The reason that uh, NASCAR is going to so many road courses is because a lot of the fans have liked it, and the road courses have been good. And in fairness, we have more calls a day on our line than we have in the time we've been taking calls on this show. Yes. Now, there's some extenuating circumstances with curbs coming up and everything yeah. else. So I think some fans would say, hey, I think it's too many road courses. I think other fans would say really like it. And I, I you know what? I don't think you should feel wrong no matter
1: how you yeah. feel. That's, if that's right. how yeah. you feel. That's how it's you feel. It's okay if you say there's too much. Yeah. I will say this. I saw a couple quotes that people that missed the brickyards at the group the fans weren't any better at the road course. That's false.
2: Yeah, it's, I drove around yeah. the
1: facility on yeah. a golf cart. Yeah. I think they weren't as obvious because they weren't like in the front stretch grandstands. Yep, true. But there but was were a there. lot of people spread around yeah. that racetrack. In my yeah. opinion, it had to be two, three times yeah. what we've seen at most brickyards in the last few years. I'm gonna add
2: one more one, one more thing to, to what he said. Road courses have been a part of NASCAR since the very beginning. So you have think, more, right? Yeah, don't think don't don't think this is the first time. That Bridgehampton. Uh, they ran Riverside three times a year back in the 60s and go, 70s. Man. You know what I mean? So, re- road course racing has been a part of this sport. Just because we have seven now, okay? I, I realize people are cra- – their heads are blowing up all of a sudden that there's seven of them. But they have run road courses forever in this sport. All right, James, what you got? This me? Yes,
1: sir. You're
2: on. Uh,
1: I was wondering um, – my question is, do you think – nascar should be looking at chase briscoe's radio communications i've read something on nascar.com about that and is that fair they don't usually do that um i don't need to see anything from it we just relived it here um i heard clear and concise from nascar i think that chase briscoe's team needs to go back through their radio communications and make sure they do a better job informing their driver being concise and clear. As we mentioned, there are more road yeah. courses. Going to the Roval, if I was on top of the box for any of these teams, I would get my multiple spotters and be like, hey, yeah. listen, you're out there not just for accidents. You know the rules. If this happens and it's, it's black and white, like there's yeah. no question in your mind, don't expect the driver knows. He's busy. You have to tell it because what I saw yeah. from NASCAR there is they told him on the backstretch and when he passed turn 10, it was a stop and go. The penalty escalated.
2: But, but here's the thing, and, and, and I think you're, you you may be a little mistaken where you say NASCAR doesn't usually usually do this. They listen to communication all day long. Yeah. All day long. And, and we can... Uh, and, I can attest and, they, yeah, listen, cause they, I, they listen. They, believe they that, listen to uh, everything that goes on. <laughs> if you don't believe they listen, let's go back to 2014 when Clint Boyer's arms started itching. Um, and, and it totally changed the playoffs and, and all this stuff. They were able to track back that they had a code and things went on. And they, they just listen to things. They listen to intent. They listen to, to how things are going on out there. Well, that's uh, why so digital radios different.
1: aren't allowed in the Sparta stand yeah. anymore. Yeah, right? yeah. Because, so, so they can hear everything. So they
2: can hear, so everything. Can hear everything. So I, they, they listen.
3: That's exactly right. also, I want to add this. So you have NASCAR who clearly stated there's a penalty, penalty. coming, 14 yes. needs to serve a penalty. That that guy that was being told to serve a penalty wrecks the leader. I think yes, I think NASCAR should get into it and if and and understand what did the driver know. Yeah. If the driver knew. And when did he know it? Right. So because in NASCAR's world, interesting, interesting. In NASCAR's world, it's like okay, we told the team. We're done. Team's responsibility to get to the driver. Why didn't the team get to the driver? Or did the team get to the driver? And so, if I'm NASCAR and I'm penalizing a guy, and that guy ends up wrecking a leader, I want to know what happened. All right, and did so the, did the driver know that's it? That's a great
2: point. So that's I'm gonna go off
1: on a tangent just for a minute. I want to get two drivers' opinions. Next year, new car, a lot of new technology. I feel it's time for some dash
2: communication. Ooh, yeah. Why not?
1: Caution lights on the dash, maybe penalty on the dash. Like, like my point is. So if I go back to the little kids. They don't have spotters at all the little dirt tracks around here. They yeah. wear an earpiece, yeah. and it's race control, yeah. and they speak to everyone. There's a caution in turn three. Yeah. Do this, do this, do this, do this. I don't want them talking to the driver, yeah. but in this dig- world of digital dash, is there an area on the dash that teams should be required, and that is communication from NASCAR?
2: That's a good
1: point. I mean, I
2: don't, it's out there That's a little a good bit. But, We're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not that far out there. You know, it, it's not that far out there, and, and listen— and, and it's open. It's it, closed. It, but it could be as it could be as simple as a light comes on on the dash that's yellow when, as soon as the caution comes out. As Little soon things, as they hit the switch, start, start there. that comes on. And and it could be as simple as there's a pink light on the dash, and if a pink light comes on, that means you're under penalty. You're under yeah, review. You should true. know that. So listen to what somebody's saying to you. I'm just remind reminder. Think there, of there, other, there could you know, be anything. Because the spotter yeah, world has good. changed
1: from when penalties yeah. came by spotters. Yeah, I mean, yeah. those guys no, are true. And
3: Woo. so let's be clear about this too. So. The crew chief's the boss, right? So the spotter, like when he, I and you, you answer this question, this is a question, not not a comment. So the spotter, does he feel empowered enough to say,
1: yeah. we're being penalized? Or does he get on Channel 2 and call you first? That's, go back to the original thing. Go into the Roval, I would change it and empower my spotters. Yeah. Because NASCAR is not
2: great giving point. you three laps. Yeah. You had a penalty, fin- we expect it fin- to fin- stop. That's right. That's, that's a big difference. That's a great right. point. That's All great right,
1: Brooklyn, you're on NASCAR America Motor Mouse.
4: guys you guys got me yes yes all right so um I wanted to ask based on what we saw yesterday with the cup series and the
3: Xfinity series on the Indy road course I want to get your guys opinion on this would you rather see and regardless of all the issues we saw with the curbing and everything that went on um would you rather see if we went back to Indy would you rather see them on the oval or back on the road course
2: Oval road course, KP. Road course.
3: right road I, th- course. I thought it was a
2: better race. I thought it was a better race. Alternate them. Yeah. Hey, that's a great point. Great facility. Yeah. Alternate them. That's a great. Hey, what if we run the road course on Saturday and the Oval on Sunday? Same car.
1: I'll say this. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. I thought the road <laughs> course was good. I missed the oval. I think we need to miss the oval for a couple years. Yeah. Because perhaps we didn't appreciate what we had. We yeah. being the industry, we being the fan base, yeah. we being the drivers. Now that it's gone for a couple, three years, I think we'd have better participation all around. Um, so, like you know, I'm actually a big proponent of constant change. Yeah. yeah I and what I think is not good for the agreed. sport is, oh, the road course worked. We're going to run it for the next 20 years. Yeah. Uh, now hold on, hold I, I, on. Run right, it a couple yeah, times. Right. And, and when that starts to so lose some flavor, say this. go back to the big track. So, uh,
2: Listen, uh, and, and this is just Kyle. Okay, sorry. And that's all, all I can say. Pay t-
1: when he says it's just Kyle, you're really the one listening. The road
2: course was a better race. Fair, fair from from the beginning until we, we had our stuff. Then the oval ever was. I ran the old racetrack at Ontario. There was never a good race at Ontario. Hmm. It was a copy of what Indy is. That's not a great stock car track. It's just a hard stock car track. Well, Miami started to race that on. way, and it yeah, got and, then, and then it went away from it too because it was a, It's just that design is not a great stock car track. It's a great Indy car track. Yeah, great, great man, incredible racing. So, but I, I like what you said. Take it away. Give it back. Let's let's alternate. Let's do something. I, I kind of like that. The good, I do like the that. The
3: good thing about where we are as a sport right now
2: is we used to
3: do... You know, we used to... We knew where we were going to race. Yeah. Well, why do we need to know where we're going to race? Yeah. Why uh, can't we... In January, well, not January. That wouldn't be fair. But why can't we
1: give the fans heads yeah, up right yeah. now? Be yeah. saying, okay, here's what well, we don't here, right. I don't know. Here's what fans like
3: schedule. now. Here's what in, in yeah, right. five yeah. years now they're gonna like something different. Something like, different. We don't That's have right. to lock ourselves in. Well,
1: I look at IndyCar, Nashville Grand Prix. Right? Was it a great event? Spectacular. Great it was the fan base great? Yup. Yep. Uh, was over the bridge cool? Yup. Are you gonna tell me it was the perfect racetrack? No, I'm not gonna get my vote. There were no some way. issues with the track, but I think IndyCar is going okay. Well, you know, we didn't they hit it out of park. What are we gonna do? Maybe we can make some adjustments. Like, like, like. We can't be so frozen with fear that we don't try some stuff, yeah.
2: right? Yeah,
1: because the we, point system goes with it too. Remember, because if you win and you're in, it's not like yeah. they don't all total up. It gets reset for the playoffs. It's a different yeah. world. Yeah, no.
3: We I want agree. our drivers aggressive, taking chances, and all that. But we, as a sport, need to do that too.
2: Yeah, yeah, not I agree. It's not like and a, alienate no, the people
3: that watch. Yeah. But we need we we you know. I don't know what I like till I see it. Yeah,
1: that's. Yeah. I'm
3: not smart enough. I'm not enough. even sure I know it yeah. the first time. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really i got to see it two or three enough. times. I've got to see we it we got to try times. some uh,
1: stuff. Bail us out. More calls. We need the fans. 844 NASCAR, NBC. We can talk anything. Dinger, Briscoe, curbing, road courses. Call us. Give us your thoughts.
4: eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease and a whole lot of love, you transform 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at eBayMotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The longest field
0: goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed
1: And it gets kicked back off again. It starts with IndyCar, actually, on Peacock. We got a little NTT IndyCar series from the Worldwide Technology Raceway. It took me a little while to figure out what WWT (laughs) is, but I know now. Then we have some Xfinity Series action from Michigan. Then we got a little uh, motocross. Always fun to see some two wheels. Then we're going to get the IndyCar qualifying. It's a big day. Then we got the race. And then on Sunday, the Irish Hills, 400 miles at Michigan. As I said, two races remain. All that was on Saturday? All that's on Saturday. You see from wow. one to eight. if you could scroll between <laughs> Peacock, NBC, SN, and NBC, you can watch racing all day, oh, all day on
2: Saturday. Saturday. Awesome. Did you clear your schedule yet? Yeah, I will. I will. Xfinity Races. Listen, short. after doing this show, my schedule may be cleared forever.
0: No, no, well, you're
2: good, but we got a couple <laughs> calls. You could <can> still
0: <laughs> mess it
1: up. <laughs> Xfinity Races is a sprint.
3: Yeah, it's 200 miles. Gotta, it, go. It, it is, gotta it go. It is. Don't gotta go. It is. Gotta go there. And Jerry's on the Lake will year be year there
1: Saturday afternoon. Oh, boy. Marvin Blue, you're on
3: to be back on with you guys. How you doing today?
0: man.
4: Hey guys, I got a question for you. We've got two races left to go in the regular season and I want to know who in the bottom four do you see clinching a playoff for uh, heading into Darlington on September the
1: 5th? Well, there's three now. D.H. Denny Hamlin is locked in on points. We yep. have basically Harvick close. Close. You know, plus 95. Reddick, Dillon, a surprise winner would probably have to change this up. So real quick. All right. Harvick, Reddick, Dillon, somebody else. Who you got? Give me three names that are going to fill in behind Denny Hamlin. Can we all agree Harvickson? Yes. Harvickson? Harvickson. I I think so. All right. Then all we need is two names. No,
2: we need one name. One name. 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 My math's getting bad. One name. Who joins Harvick? Listen, if I'm I'm Reddick or Austin Dillon, I am scared to death until they throw the checkered flag at Daytona. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because anybody. I mean, you can you can get somebody who can jump in there and win. You yeah.
1: don't see on there Stenhouse, some other guys That's that are I'm still saying. lower down in points. Yeah.
3: Reddick even if the even if we were going to Daytona today and the points look like that, Reddick has to go to Daytona thinking that he's got to win the race. Yes. Right? I agree. Yeah. So, if when, you drive, when failure, you drive like or, that, yeah. when you drive like that, it's easy to get going pointed backwards. Exactly. So, so if I'm Reddick,
1: if I'm Reddick, I am trying to gain 12 points to 15 points in Michigan to make my teammate Austin yeah. Dillon know he needs to win. Yeah. Right? Like So then my point is, if, if I can get a big enough gap, I, I can still think I might have to win, but I don't have to race the first two stages that way.
3: Okay, I disagree. Yeah, Because what if Ross Chastain wins?
1: Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. I, that's, but, the
3: pro,
2: that's the crazy thing. Yeah. That is the crazy thing. And it's listen, not about points and, any longer. R- Redick and... I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but Redick and Dillon and did everything they, they were supposed to do yesterday.
1: So, so, uh, everything. It was I like punch, counter Punch, counterpunch. Punch, right? counter-punch.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, watching that was fascinating yeah. to me to watch because Reddick would be up there and then everybody would pit at the end of a stage because they were trying I'm, to win the race. I'm
1: battling for points, and if a new winner knocks me out, then we should have won, but I'm not going to yeah. race that uh, way.
3: I, I, so so let, me think, let me back up because everything you just said just sunk in. So your point is if you have enough points going, you could ride the first two stages and not have to worry about points.
1: Yeah. Because gotcha. if you if you lose points to Dylan, point. but then Great you have point. to you have to look those two to go on both stages are a disaster. Great I want point. Dylan, but when he walks into Daytona knows if he's on Victory Lane, he's out. You well, know I me, mean,
3: I like to argue,
1: but if you don't race for points
3: and you let Austin Dylan sit there and get stage points, stage points, yeah. and I, like either way, yeah. either way, he goes to Daytona. If everything's the same today, he goes to Daytona thinking somebody else might win this race. Yeah, and,
1: I say the seventh year. You know what you really need to be doing. Is making sure in February you have a speech yeah. with your guys that you shouldn't care about Dayton in September because yeah. if you That's did, exactly. you put yourself in a bad That's spot. That's so that stressful. We, we say it it's a, so bad. You, you say it all Good the friends. time.
2: You say it all the time. We we'll we'll come out of there and say, well, this guy missed it by mm-hmm. three points. This guy missed it by ten points. No, he missed it in February. Yeah. He missed it in March. He missed it in April. He missed it in Wait a May. May. It, it's, it's the points count the same. They in total. August I'm sorry. They do. It it, it, it's amazing how they <laughs> add up. One. Points Boys three. are kind of like Bills. They just keep coming. They just keep <laughs> coming. <laughs> they just going, keep man. Keep They're in your no, I
1: missed the name. What was the name? John. John, you're on. Hey, guys. Thank you for taking my call. But uh, this more uh, question more for
3: Steve talking about um, uh, uh, car setups, uh, primarily with the Penske group with their brake packages. Uh, thinking about the last two weeks, it seemed like they've been having some brake issues. So do you think it's more – of something that they're experimenting with on
1: the road courses? Or how does that work from a uh, um, uh, car setup standpoint? So I believe it's car setup. Uh, I don't think it's as much braking. You can't do a lot with the actual brake components. You're locked in. There's only so many different calipers and brakes and pads and rotor combinations. It's really how your car is set up. And what's shocking to me is Brad Kozlowski braking has been a disaster at two road courses. I mean a disaster. But Blaney seemed to be okay. Logano seemed to be okay, which is concerning to me heading to the Roval. Uh, if I'm the two-car, I'm trying to, you, you know, it's funny how you get a little stubborn with some setup items. Like, yeah. well, we got to run this much rear spring. Yes. Well, that's not what's wrong with our braking. Well, how do you know? Yeah. Right? So that's going to be the toughest part is you think you know what part affects, you know, the braking yeah. so much, but you don't really know. So if I am the two-car, I, I mean, they were, they were just flat bad. Yeah. Right? They were just flat bad. So I would have to definitely change something in my setup because it all starts with corner entry. If you can't wow. get on the brakes, you're
2: sitting. That's two weeks in a row they were just.
1: I mean, a walk-ins. he spun out and hit his own teammate going into turn one.
2: Wow. wow. He's a I weapon. Mean, you can't make that up. That's a weapon. Although,
1: how about this? You want to talk about perseverance <laughs> and points? Brad Keselowski stuffed a spoiler to the rear glass. Yes.
2: And yet was still out there grinding. With when, when six laps to go, he was running 17th or 18th. It, it was like, are you kidding me? I mean, that's where he li- lined up. You know what I mean? But it's like, okay. I mean, do we
1: have the? Fi- I want If we have the finish, we got to put the finish up from Indy all the rundown because oh, we have. Yeah. I mean, we got some different guys in the top ten. Who I, we got? Um, Eric
2: Jones. Eric Jones was, was there. Eric Jones was. My dad. I talked talked to my dad last night, and he said, Hey, we went from 27th to seventh in one lap. And I said, That's because you were 27th <laughs> and everybody in between you and, and sixth, correct? <laughs> that's the way. It was. And that. But that's the way it was. I mean, that. Is this it? There you go. points. That's total. Look, how about this? So here's your points. Yeah.
1: Kyle Larson takes over the regular season, points standing. Why that matters is a huge points bonus. Uh, so Kyle Larson, while he didn't get the win he wanted, that issue with Denny Hamlin could have cost him five points. Here's the results. We've talked about A.J. Almondiger. Matty D. Fifth. Eric Jones, seventh. Justin Haley, eighth. Austin Sindrick, ninth. Newman. Who I think was in the first rack of the
2: day. Had the quarter panel torn off. The whole day. Had and, I wish torn. we could go to 11th because the safety truck that qualified ended up 11th. <laughs> I think he did. I... <laughs> we are here to talk about the safety truck. can we?
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. I thought i put that on the list. The safety list then... truck was on for the racetrack. For those who didn't see it, I, oh my gosh, I don't want to make joke of fantastic. it. Fantastic. Listen, there, there's been a few missteps that I get concerned about in that one. Thank goodness. <laughs> thank for goodness. For everyone involved, thank that could have been very dangerous. Yeah, thank God. goodness.
3: truck came. Yeah. To... Corey the Joy was finishing his lap, and the oh. pace truck was on the. The, the track is so big that, that actually the track was done, but he had made he was yeah. under time, so he could finish his lap. Yeah. And I guess the pace truck
2: thought, yeah. "Well, it's congratulations good. to Bob, the pace truck, truck driver, for finishing 11th." Listen, man, I'm going to tell truck. everybody
1: at home, yeah. you did such a great job calling in that my <laughs> boss just texted me and said, "Make sure you know it's Wednesday, <laughs> six yes. o'clock." Yes. Because this show is fun, but it is nothing. Compared to today, with I don't know how many calls 10, 12. That's crazy, man. Back. You guys are great back. today. Thank it's you. They did show be, so much. See, fun. We don't need a curb to explode for Kyle to <laughs> say something crazy. <laughs> yes. So if you call in, you can tear him right uh, up. Please All right, call So we're going to be back Wednesday. We're going to talk it again. Real quick Michigan preview. Is it back to Hendrick Speed? We expect them oh, to be the think favorites? So. Yeah, for sure.
3: No PJ1 putting resin on the track like
1: he did. Oh, yeah we oh. Yes, oh we're so no so pj one. my God. There's resin on the track. All right. I don't even know what to say to that. All right, I think I'll be back next Monday. The chemist Jeff (laughs) Burton is in the house. Wednesday, 6 o'clock, NASCAR America Motor Mouse. Tune in and call in. Thanks for all the calls. It's been a blast. So happy to be back on air.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble.